0: on the north side of chicago it's the coolest bar in town and if you go up there you better just be you're gonna find a bunch of clowns it's a mad mad crazy bar the whole damn place is just so bizarre full of all the vice and sin and where do we even be
1: Hi, everybody. This is Pub Crawl Liz, and the genius is in front of me, getting ready to get this show on the road.
0: Yeah, the genius has been ready to get the show on the road for some time. But just um, a little sh- uh, preface this show yeah. by saying that um, we're first of all we're very happy uh, that Pub Crawl Liz showed up not only on time but early. I of course, she was you, freezing, showing... but she also had her dinner with her, so she was going... I told time you, deep.
1: today and last week, I showed up on time because you're in a very delicate state, and I don't want to upset yeah, you.
0: I am in a delicate state, but then she made this really remarkable statement just now about team players. I said now, you
1: need to be a team player.
0: Yeah. Well, guess, guess what, uh, ladies and gentlemen of our audience... Um, Guess who did not want to come out in the cold tonight? No, I did not but The say reason that. the reason we're here is because I said, you know what, I care. I care about our listeners. And you know what? <laughs> they don't care that it's thirty through below zero right now. With windshield up I, to sixty.
1: I didn't say that's not come on. I said I'm concerned about you in your fragile no, state no. You said going out about in this me. weather. There was nothing about me. You could me. take a spill on the icy road.
0: There was nothing you about could get me. pneumonia. Yes, I could do all that, but you know what? I'm a team player, and that's why I came out. Well, okay. Unlike certain little wetback. I'm here. Yes, you are here, reluctantly.
1: Early to get, make sure that you were okay.
0: Reluctantly.
1: <laughs> Even though I'm sick.
0: Well, that and thanks for coughing, bringing your sickness sick. here. By the way, if you oh my God, that. if
1: it's not you're not here because you're not a team player, it's you're not here because you're not you're here and I hate you because well, you're sick.
0: I well. Did you hear about all these anti-vaxxers in Oregon that didn't get their kids measles shots and now there's a massive epidemic? Oh,
1: really? No, I haven't been watching the news at all, yeah. actually.
0: Well, you're not really attuned to all I this. don't have I TV. Am... You don't have a TV?
1: I have a TV. I don't have cable.
0: Well, then you have a TV.
1: And most of the stuff I do when I get the news is I'm on the Internet, but I've been busy working on stuff, so I haven't had time to, like, Well anyway,
0: anyway, this whole anti-vaxxing. I mean, I grew up when... Every summer for through three weeks, they'd close everything because of polio. And then a guy named Johannes Salk or Jonas Salk came along, and we had the Salk vaccine. And guess what? All of a sudden, there was no more polio because of vaccinations. <coughs> I, by the way, all you anti-vaxxers out there, I hate you. I hate you. I hate your guts. And i hope I'll hope you get measles.
1: Wow, that's and endless. you're horribly disfigured. You sound like the president.
0: Um, no, he's an he's an anti-vaxxer. You sound
1: like the president, where he's like no, uh, because
0: he, uh, the, the, apparently the kid's non-responsive to normal, you know, commands. A little Baron. Now maybe it's looking at the f- fucking sight of that horrible, grotesque, orange, urine-stained blob of a father of his. Maybe that's mentally uh, messed him up. Well, I was or having, refer- or having a hooker mom. I was just Who referring
1: knows? to his tweet today about, inst- about talking about um, how cold it is in the Midwest and him saying yeah, global and, and warning. And he and needs to come and, back.
0: And, and yeah, and it's, nice it's something—it's bo- bomb. It's bombing in Antarctica. So yeah, that really proves what he's.
1: Yeah, instead of saying "Hey, everybody, take care, make so, sure you somebody find shelter." Somebody predicted.
0: Somebody predicted he would say that too. I mean, because he's so goddamn stupid.
1: Um, it's cold.
0: <clears throat> oh come on. It's Hi, Rock and Roll. Hi, Jordan. Colder.
1: Thanks for being here.
0: Yes. George, um, Jordan's, Jordan's a tro- 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 trooper. God, I'm having a hard time talking. I took my you pills. You pill? Yeah, I did.
1: So today is Tuesday, January 29th, and it is currently um, minus one degree.
0: Oh, God.
1: I know it's cold, but.
0: That's not. That's I was
1: re- just re- on my way here.
0: I don't put an overcoat on until it gets 10, 10 below. You
1: get cold when you're in the fucking bar and it's like 50 degrees in here.
0: Because I'm not dressed for it. That's why.
1: Whatever. I don't. Again, yeah, this I, is one I, of those situations see, where I feel like I you have, don't know whether to scratch your watch or wind your butt.
0: I have a very highly <laughs> evolved central nervous system, unlike normal people. That's one of the advantages and disadvantages of being a genius so yes I do feel things that normal human beings don't feel
1: (laughs) well could you also say that you don't feel things that normal human beings do feel
0: could you give me an example of what I don't feel empathy no you're talking about the president I'm too empathetic. No, I'm talking about The reason people I came out in us. the cold, even though I've been through some travail, um, medical travails, the reason I came out was because I do have empathy. I care about the listeners. That's why I'm here. I'm all bundled up, but I'm here.
1: Um, how, was, how are you feeling, by the way?
0: I'm feeling like shit.
1: What's your, give, us, give us a health update.
0: Well, my blood pressure has gone down since I've had the... New metal heart And because I'm that's getting her early I told Jimmy that I took my heart out and put a metal one in <clears throat> He thinks, hey man, that's fucked <laughs> That's fucked And, um, but I'm still tired as hell All the time Now this could be my seasonal affective disorder My myasthenia gravis And, um, plus You know, the the nightmare I've gone through of all the sleep I've missed Because I've been in the hospitals So I don't really feel peppy
1: Well, it's also, I think There's an emotional heaviness this month
0: Emotional, oh yes Yes, there's definitely emotional heaviness
1: So, okay, aside from that
0: like. Well, that's How do you get aside from that? (laughs) You know, brothers Very close friends Dropping like flies I mean
1: Well, be, be like, how's your heart feeling?
0: Well, it feels weird because every time something happens in that vicinity, I become paranoid.
1: So, like, can like, uh, everything okay with the stent?
0: How do I know?
1: Well, I mean, did you get a follow-up? Does that ha- No. How does that happen? No,
0: I have not had any follow-ups. I have the. Clo- I'm going to see one cardiologist like in six weeks. The one that did March the, su- the one that did the surgery was spo- supposed to give me a call. And then there, he's, there, I'm supposed to get a call about going down for cardio rehab. I have not received any of these calls.
1: Huh? <laughs> Glad they're looking out for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, are you feeling like something's going on sometimes, and you get nervous?
0: Um, well, because I'm so brave, I don't really look at it like like, like you probably would. I just I'm stoic and. Um, like do you I, have
1: sharp pains in your chest? I, still? I look
0: I look death in the eye and I say, Fuck you, Death. Fuck your mama.
1: <laughs> Fuck your mama, Death. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, well as long as, you know, I guess you still are able to put one foot in front of the other.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that's all that matters.
0: Well no, there's more that matters than that. Like what? Like I mean, what we're worried about is, you know, I mean, this is a 1 in 20 trillion brain that you're staring at right now, and that's what we're really worried about.
1: We're trying to preserve it, conserve it.
0: Yeah, we are. And uh, I mean, Do you want
1: are you, what, what's, like, are you going to donate your organs to science?
0: Um, yeah. I, I mean, well, I think science will insist on studying, you know, I mean, that's the least I can goddamn do. You know, I yeah. mean, they're going to want to take a peek at this.
1: Yeah, that's, I, I, I think people say that about a lot of things with you. Sometimes, are you wearing gloves? See, he's wearing gloves. He's dr- he's drinking his bud on ice, and he's got a koozie on it, and he's got gloves on it, so that he can actually hold it and not be cold. And you're not. You're <laughs> saying that. You're saying that w- minus one degree right now is not is nothing.
0: If I dress correctly, I can go out there.
1: They're saying that like by. Um, midnight or so. It's gonna like, all night tonight and tomorrow. It's gonna be like minus fifty to well, sixty degrees tomorrow, below with the wind chill.
0: Tomorrow is the uh, <coughs> Robert Burns supper s- supper or not supper so much as celebration at uh, his birthday celebration at martyrs. And are you going? Well, it's gonna be like forty f- below zero. So <laughs> I'm thinking maybe what the hell? Do I really want to go out on that stuff just to sit at a bar and. Listen to Hawkeye do the presentation of the the Haggis, the poem of the Haggis. I don't know. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> I, I wonder. Maybe, uh, maybe because
0: it is fun, and I suggest anybody that's over in that neighborhood. I really enjoy going.
1: At, I would actually be surprised if the, they keep that bar open.
0: They've. Uh, Hawkeye, They've confirmed it. Hawkeye sent me a confirmation from the owner saying they were definitely going to keep it open, even if it's a wee bit cold.
1: There's like over a hundred places that are closed tomorrow. More yeah, I than know. that, probably oh, bars, that's... restaurants, oh, yeah. museums. Yeah,
0: not the ale house.
1: <clears throat> the ale, ale house will I, always I, be open.
0: Last night, somebody asked—I think Johnny Ale. Somebody in the bar asked him, "When's the last time the ale house wasn't open?" And I said, "Probably thirty, thirty-five years ago. They allowed a movie to be made in here, and." Oh. and um, that's just the last time. I don't think there's been a time since. What Even, was the
1: movie?
0: I forget who the hell the guy was. And was he it like was,
1: a famous movie?
0: He was, movie? I mean, I knew who his face was. I mean, I could see him.
1: Like, was it a well-known movie or a movie that maybe some of us could have heard of?
0: Um, you know, some people might have heard about it. I certainly put it on my mind as quickly as possible. Yeah, but
1: he you don't could, like movies. I like movies. No, I just like don't good like, movies. You don't like pop movies. culture
0: stuff. No, I hate that.
1: Um, now I'm curious to find out what the hell the movie this is. I wonder if Toby would know.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't think she would. Well, there's got to be
1: someone who knows. Well, they're, they're well, there about. used to
0: be pictures of the movie. I mean, we used to have I probably have some. I'll dig them out and I'll see if I can find
1: them. Yeah, I want to know what this movie was and who yeah. was in it and yeah. what, what actually. I would like to watch it if I can so I can see the Ale House back 35 years ago. Yeah, we've
0: let people do movies in here without closing the bar, and that always ends up in complete disaster.
1: (laughs) But, like, the only, all right, so the most famous things that have been filmed in here were Parts Unknown, Bourdain, um, the Roger Ebert stuff.
0: Yeah, but there's been some other movies, too. I don't think there was any big, big deal movies.
1: Which is kind of surprising to me. They beg us.
0: People are constantly asking. You say no?
1: Oh, so you turn oh, them away. Oh, fuck yes. Why?
0: Because they want to close the bar down.
1: But they're going to pay you, right? Yeah. But your customers, your listeners, you know what? your we, people are more important to you. Yes, they are. Because you're a team player. Yeah,
0: and in the, in the old days when we really had hardcore regulars, um, I mean, business has never been better, but the old, regulars die and, and they move. And they can't afford to live in the neighborhood. But they would have had a full... There would have been a complete revolt if we would have closed it down and they couldn't come in. I mean, for funerals, we've had funerals. My daughter's wedding. Everything in here, but we never closed the bar down. So, you know, um, we let uh, you know customers come in. We just don't close the bar down. That's
1: an interesting fact. Yeah. Um... Well, I know the listeners are important to you, and and this podcast is important to you now.
0: Yes, it is.
1: <clears throat> um,
0: and and our listeners are even more important.
1: Um, okay. Now,
0: I think it's uh, <laughs> speaking of our listeners, I've gotten some real negativity about the podcast. Oh yeah. Just the other night. Ukraine Mike came back from India when he did his Siddhartha number, which um, his, his baby mama forces him to go to India every year and cleanse. And, you know, that's a place to go cleanse in the Ganges River or wherever you go. No, he does all this dumb shit. And. Um,
1: You're not supposed to shake anybody's so hand.
0: So he said. A certain hand. It's oh, yeah. so clean. I think that's Muslims, isn't it? Period. That's Is that India? Not, it's India. India. They, they India. wipe. Oh yeah, I've heard. They the, wipe with the. They do poo poo wipe. I forget. If it's the left or the hand. right? I forget. I think it's the right hand.
1: And then you can't only you can't do certain things with that hand for that reason. I don't know.
0: Um, sp- well, speaking of poo poo, um, he <laughs> Ukraine Mike had a lot of very negative things to say. Not about me so much, as about you and the way you've been handling um, podcasts of late. He said that they bec- they become increasingly boring, and he blames you because he said, "Thank God I'm there because I'm the whole show and I'm fascinating."
1: Well, I'm not surprised to hear that. I mean, the uh, the the um, the feedback I've been getting is actually opposite. And,
0: and ha- as 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 uh feedback I've been getting is quite opposite, too. Yeah, so... So he stands alone with this one. Which is not I think, surprising. I, that's I, Well, what I think he's very jealous. I think he wants to replace you. I think that's what he... He wants to be part of, integral part of the podcast. I
1: mean, that makes a lot of sense, because think about this. When, when you started to blog... Well, you're blogging a long time, but when you started to have guest bloggers... He wasn't blogging, and then you decided to have him on, and then you kicked him off, and then what happened? Well, no. He had to have his own blog.
0: Well, And then no. when we were starting a no, podcast. he, he, he when, when we, I was getting gazillions of hits, tens, tens of thousands of hits after Anthony Bourdain died. So I told him if he could possibly step up his game a little. So he, he you know, the guy goes into these long, 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 I mean, just re- repetitive blogs, so I started editing. So he made <laughs> he made the hundred thousand hit record, and then he threw a fit because he, you cut the best stuff out of my blog. I said you broke a fucking record.
1: After you edited his piece. After yeah.
0: I edited. So after that, we had decided that the time had come. So
1: the the piece the piece you edited for him. Had received the most hits than all the others because the other ones were too long. Well, it was because it, well, no,
0: because he caught the absolute top of the wave of the Bourdain hits, right. and I so I told his him his
1: timing was impeccable. So he
0: managed to tie in his time in Russia with the guy that appeared on Bourdain's uh, show that was assassinated after Bourdain left Russia. He was assassinated in front of the um, Kremlin. Mm. So he was able to do a pretty good job on that, but I had to edit the living hell out of that thing.
1: Yeah, I remember this whole so debacle. So he went, he went face. Oh, crazy. I remember. Yeah, I remember the tantrums. So
0: anyway, so he's been bitter ever since.
1: Yeah, but my point is, okay, he's bitter about the blog, and then he was upset with you and said all this stuff. But then I remember when you and I were starting talking about the podcast and doing a podcast, and he would sit there and be like, "Well, that's... Dumb, why are you doing a podcast? And then he thought, Well, what's taking so long with the podcast? Just talking to your iPhone.
0: <laughs> like, oh, I know. Yeah, home a little bit really more ideas. than that.
1: And then we started the podcast, and I think he wants to start a podcast now. So I mean, it's kind of par for the course. Well, he's getting okay. about
0: he's getting about five ten hits every time he does a blog. <laughs> I think his family and.
1: I'm', I'm As cleaning
0: ladies somebody, <laughs> they, they they follow
1: us. I'm gonna take the fact that he puts this much attention and, and energy into disliking our
0: well no disliking you uh, yeah i mean, not, I, not I, you me. know
1: what i'm flattered i'll I'll take the attention well, he's good giving or bad, a, he's, giving good a or bad. Lot
0: of, he's giving a lot of attention
1: good or bad I'll take it
0: it's pretty bad
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure. I just want everybody to
0: know, I think I personally think Bob Carl is is doing a great job.
1: Oh, thanks, Dad.
0: Well, I wouldn't quite get into this incest thing. Oh god. I tried to avoid that.
1: I've explained this to on on the radio actually about our relationship, how some days you can be the um you know, the doting dad, other days you can be the creepy uncle. Other days you can be the annoying little brother. Other days you can just, I don't know, be something else. And that's kind of like, it just depends on the day and the kind of relationship we have or the moments we have. And that was a very nice doting dad kind of comment. So thanks. Just accept it.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm accepting it. <laughs> just don't cough on me.
1: <laughs> I know. it's. I've had this thing for a week now. Jeez. It's not going away. It's, going, it's one of those things that's going around, though. Um... Okay, so one thing we should definitely talk about. Oh wait, I have a song for this because there's something major that happened. I was.
0: I'm totally opposed to all this musical shit. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm. There's something major that happened at the Ale House. I don't know when. When did it happen? What? We have lost another person. Um, at the Ale House regular. And this, one, this is the first... This is a big one for me, personally. And so, Dwayne, D-Train, um, passed away recently. We, we,
0: we really don't we really even don't know. know. We don't know, the um, really, the details of his death. Um, He's been ill. She, uh, she's playing uh, somebody called Bonnie Raitt. D-Train
1: loved Bonnie Raitt. He did
0: love her. He'd like, go to loved all of or, her. He'd go like, crazy. He to all crazy. her concerts, Always. Write our fan letters. And um, Okay, that's good. Well, I think, I think this is even,
1: an appropriate song as we start talking about breaking, D-Train. I
0: think we're breaking royalty rules. So, too.
1: We got something to talk about, and that's Dwayne.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to talk over that
1: bubblegum. Bonnie Raitt's fantastic, not bubblegum. Okay, wait, I got to find, find the pause button. Yeah,
0: this is really great watching technology at <laughs> work here. And this is my go-to girl when it comes to technology. So, I, so um, I'm, I'm fucked.
1: So Dwayne Gray... Uh, was a regular at the
0: alehouse House and for l- really a l- very long time. Yeah, when
1: was the first time you remember him coming in? Here? Well, he
0: he was more of a Golden Dragon, the old Golden Dragon. That's where oh, I used to see used him. Oh, I,
1: I remember. Yeah. I grew up going getting the Chinese food from the Golden yeah, Dragon. Which he lived was down there on Well Street. He like, lived
0: he lived just off Division.
1: Thirteen. 40,
0: 1330 something Wells Yeah, it's now what's the hell, Old Town, Old Town Pub. Pub. Yeah. Oh, it's a, that's what a great place that is. Um, he, um, but he would spend more and more time, and he became really a hardcore group. Every day after work, he worked. By the way, in radio, he was with the local all twenty-four uh, seven. Uh, news radio station. He what did was he a, do for, for that? He was a writer. Oh, he was a very bright guy, very obviously fucked up guy, but he would be here every day at four o'clock to watch Jeopardy with Buzzkill, Tribune John, City Mike. Um, so
1: all those newspaper guys, when they get done, they get there early and got done early because they all like, It reminds me like the Billy Goat Everyone would well, go no, drink in the, the afternoon. Well, no, the Billy
0: Go. Well, the Billy goat always <laughs> had uh, Jeopardy on too.
1: But that's my point: is that all these guys who are working for the papers or for the journalists of some sort were able to get down to the bars by three o'clock to watch
0: Jeopardy? Well, not all of them.
1: Well, many of them. So my point is: I I, I guess my three. My question is: Did they get done at two thirty? Did it matter? Did they not have regular hours?
0: Um, I well, uh, D Train did. He 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 worked. He had to get like. Five four in the morning. At. Yeah,
1: so he was done by that time. Yeah. What I'm saying that's why he'd yeah. be here. He'd be unwinding and, and, after and, work. And, and,
0: and Tribune um, was secured yet. To, well, whatever. They all had schedules. Or they were here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So okay. Sorry. So he. Where was he from?
0: He was from um, near Philadelphia. He grew up above a funeral home. His uh, grandparents owned a funeral parlor, and that's where he grew up. And gee, where did he go to college? Temple or someplace like that. And um so he grew up there and it's kind of a very mysterious childhood. I've often wondered, you know, given his strange sexual tastes about and his access to uh corpses, you know, there was I did a lot of investigative stuff, and I think I de- determined fairly. I think that there was some hanky panky going on at that funeral home. And anyway, Wait a
1: minute, what? What, what do you mean so- you did some investigative stuff? Well, I did, did you guys talk about this
0: shit? Yes, we talked about it. Extensively. Are you just being. Are you just talk, using your I, usual I, hyperbole? Are you kidding? I know somebody that grew up above a funeral parlor. I'm not going to ask important questions about dead bodies and hot chicks. Coaches. 'Cause I,
1: I, why would you? That's why, why? Because I'm
0: fascinated. I mean if if I was a precocious teen, you know, and you know, and didn't have access to unlimited sex, I'd certainly be down there sniffing around. For
1: real? Absolutely. That's the that's the option? Well, I mean if there's if the you're between. a horny teenager, your option is
0: corpses? If that's all there is. Come on. What do you mean come on?
1: There's other options.
0: What? You give me... What are the options?
1: Go, go meet a live person. Yeah. Dirt. dirt. <laughs> yeah. Mud. Yeah, mud. Um, like Bruce. Bruce.
0: But, no, I think... Um, I, I was just talking earlier about... Um, when I was in high school, there was some kid out in Evanston, some really... A beauty queen or something drowned in the Evanston High School pool. And some kids stole her from the funeral parlor. And his parents didn't find the, the 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 body in his bed for about three days, so yeah, I mean, kids are you know they're they're adventurous and sometimes desperate. Okay,
1: I mean, I guess I don't. This is very well. I mean, shocking. we had
0: the guy going over and and having um, consensual sex with the cow over at the zoo for what? quite a long time. He got nailed though.
1: I did not hear this story. When was this?
0: <laughs> in more ways than one? This is like about 30 years ago.
1: This is a very moving story.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, boys will be boys. <laughs> okay, wait. Seriously. Well, I think seriously. this wasn't a boy. I think this guy was an adult. Well, aren't the, guy, the, the guy banging on the cow.
1: Aren't there zookeepers at the farm in the zoo watching out for the cows?
0: No, not apparently. They figure the cow can take gonna, care of itself in its stall.
1: I'm going to Google this story. Fine,
0: get to the bottom of it.
1: I'm curious. We know, we
0: know the PR person from the zoo, so uh, maybe we'll... If come, you do? Yeah, um, Kelly. Kelly McGrath. I don't
1: know her. Never well, met her. She
0: used to be my niece. Nobody told her she was she my niece.
1: Be, but she used to be your niece? Yeah, but nobody told her what she was my niece. What the fuck does that mean?
0: Um, it <laughs> means that she used to be my fucking niece. How? Because um, her father married... Tobin's sister.
1: Okay, so niece removed, at least.
0: Well, we removed. That's called a fucking niece. But nobody told her that he were her <laughs> uncle. Oh, God, no. She didn't <laughs> find out for years <laughs> How later. did she finally... Cr- uh. Well, she was coming in here, and somehow she mentioned that Paul McGrath was her father. I said, oh, he was my brother-in-law for quite a while. For what? quite a while? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um... Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay, so. So
0: uh, maybe she'd be the person we should ask. Yeah, I'd about. like to
1: ask about this cow situation. Yeah. All right, so back to Dwayne. Um, okay, so he lived above a funeral home. Yeah. Uh, outside of Philadelphia. He's a
0: very bright guy. I'm <clears throat> sure he would. I mean, so Dwayne was extremely eccentric. Um. And but he was smart, and he would beat everybody, drub everyone at jeopardy.
1: Yeah. Um, so okay, so when did he move to Chicago? Do you know?
0: I, I don't know. I I mean, he was he worked, he spent pretty much his whole career working for that news station, and um, he, he drank prodigious prodigious amounts of wine. White wine, I remember. Just, I mean, because when he finally went in intensive care and couldn't drink for a while, um, all of a sudden just started, to, I mean, we, you know, we, our inventory, all of a sudden we had boxes and boxes of, of, of you know, gallons of white wine.
1: That weren't moving? It,
0: that weren't moving. So, uh, that I mean, he was really, I mean, he could put that shit away, and it was really crappy stuff, too. Yeah, I remember. I mean, the hangovers, but he didn't get hangovers. That was that was really He also impressive. drank
1: it on ice the way you did.
0: He, yes, he did, but that didn't stop him from drinking at least a gallon. He drank approximately a gallon of that cheap shit every day. Every day? Every day. Oof. Yeah.
1: Okay, so wait, when did he start coming here?
0: Well, certainly at least 30 years ago.
1: Oh, all right, so he's got some good time but under his he belt.
0: spent more time eventually he became a hardcore regular, but he he would come pretty much through the whole neighborhood.
1: he would stop at all the bars
0: yeah, he' start golden dragon and Burton place, and he did all of them um. <coughs> uh,
1: uh um. okay, so he hit up all the bars i mean i I remember meeting him. Gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was now. Many, many, many years ago. And my first encounter (laughs) with with D-Train was... By the way, why did you call him D-Train?
0: Well, because he didn't like me using his real name because, um, you know, uh, on my blog. Because he referred to himself as D-Train. I don't know exactly why, but he felt that it was not professionally wise to be known as the biggest uh, drunk in the a Or one of the biggest drunks. I was going
1: to say, I'm sure there's competition for that title. Oh
0: yeah, sure, absolutely. I always thought, you know, given the volume of really Hall of Fame drunks that we had in this bar, that there was a a guy on the block, down the block we called Craig the Drunk. Now can you imagine in Old Town being able to be the guy known as Craig the Drunk? I mean, he wasn't allowed in here. But I mean, can you imagine how drunk you had to be to be, you know, singled out among the all drunk? the other drunks? Your as moniker? The, as the drunk. I mean, he was, and boy, he was, too.
1: bad things happen?
0: Well, he would pass out on the street all the time. He had this nice little dog he would just whimper <laughs> by his um, unconscious body and stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: At least the dog didn't pee on him.
0: We don't know that.
1: <laughs> um, so the first time I met... D train. I came in here. Um, gosh, it must have been like at least ten years ago, at least. And I sat down in the corner, and he was sitting in the corner. And all he did was just stare. Oh, he couldn't stop staring, staring. Yep. and it was so creepy. After a while, I figured, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna be weirded out. I'm not gonna be that person. So I introduced myself and he said hello, and he was a very nice gentleman and immediately offered to buy me a drink. And then I think I was meeting somebody here, but then he just kept staring. And then after like the third or fourth time that I came in here, I realized, that's just Dwayne.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he and would just he, sit there
1: like in a comatose spend, state and He'd spend,
0: he spend hours and hours in here drinking that cheap wine and at, looking at, there was this British... Geriatric yeah. porn stuff
1: This was the fifth time I think I ever met him He was sitting in the corner With his computer out With his headphones, headphones on. on Like headphones like the ones we're wearing now Like like not little earbuds But actual big headphones And he was sitting there sipping on his glass of ice wine Or wine over ice And uh, he was smiling from ear oh, to yeah. ear
0: yeah,
1: And at one point I'm like What the fuck is he watching? Like Seinfeld? I don't know and I came over and around to look at the screen, and it was just pictures of that girl.
0: Yeah, and and then he was really possessive about her, because I, I became intrigued, so I started sending her messages, too, and she'd answer me, and I'd say, Dwayne was a poo-poo head, and, and I love you more than Dwayne, and shit. And, and he would get insanely angry with me for doing that. Why
1: would you do that?
0: It was fun. And she was fun. She was a good sport. I didn't
1: know, for the longest time, I didn't know that he actually... Knew her and communicated with her. Oh, communicated quite a bit. I thought it was just like some star, some in the UK
0: but that he, was he only insisted, known in the British world. He insisted <clears> she <throat> didn't do hardcore porn. Well, Lee and I, I think it was Lee, but certainly I I investigated. It, and of course, I, we found all kinds of, you know, double penetration in the ass and stuff like that. She was doing everything. But then, I mean, I guess when you get to be 50, in your 50s, you kind of kick back in that. So she was just had a. A bunch of people, you know, that she was just kind of um, playing with on the on the internet. But, um, yeah, she used to do that really. And he refused to believe that she could do anything. that.
1: Yeah, he really, he really was, put her on a pedestal.
0: Oh yes, adored her. I, I don't I don't know what eventually eventually I think she retired. <coughs> I don't know what event. I don't know how he finally broke off from that because he was it went for well for several years where he was just absolutely obsessed with her. Did
1: they ever have a thing?
0: Oh, she lived in England. So? Well, he never went over there.
1: <laughs> and she never came here. No. It's kind of sad.
0: I I I no, I think it was a very mutually happy arrangement.
1: Just internet love. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you know. I would look forward to seeing Dwayne just because he was always so, um, well,
0: (laughs) no, he was, he was a very, a a very kind person, very kind, kind. hearted, but he did have a bit of drinking problem.
1: Well, no, I'm just talking about the rapport that he had with people. He'd always have like, he was a a newspaper guy, a, a journalist, so he always had like a strong opinion about. Something or oh, other. Oh, very
0: strong political p- opinions. And he'd we, sit there. And- we agreed very much on politics.
1: Yeah, he'd sit there and just sort of talk, and I don't know. It's well, it's we,
0: I think we should get into his ethnicity a little because that's mm, kind of interesting. That's a, that's a good point. A lot of people did not realize he was black. I mean, he was whiter than I was, but he was black, and um, he made you know no qualms about about that. That. Um, I, I mean, very light-skinned black person. Um, and so I felt that he probably um, filled at least one very important quota at the radio station. I mean, they got a minority guy there, so they got credit for that. But Yeah. The, um, but the drink he eventually got to him, and I remember... I think the hot. I, I don't remember how we found out he, about three. Three years ago. Is that you? It's Faggy Pants. Faggy Pants has been calling me. Is that Faggy Pants? Oh, you yeah. answer that.
1: Are you kidding me? What kind of ape? A, can all, hear What kind it. of a ringtone is that, a? It's one I can hear. And B.
0: It's one I can hear. What kind
1: of an amateur are you? You gotta turn your phone off during our podcast. What if it was
0: an emergency?
1: I mean, that sounded like those tuesday morning uh, uh, you are listening to uh oh, I hate
0: those <laughs> that's what
1: that fucking sounded like almost
0: yeah, so anyway, back to uh, back to his um drinking uh I was alerted that he was in intensive care at Northwestern, I think it was about maybe two possibly three years ago and um so i went i rushed down there and it was it was in terrible shape I mean they weren't sure he was going to make it he was bouncing up and down uh, and so I told them I, I always tell them I'm a cousin so that I can get the information necessary and maybe uh, help and they, so they, the doctor started saying well do you know if he was on any drugs or I said well he did he was a major pothead he loved He and he was a connoisseur too So that kept him in that kind of, you know, with a gallon of wine and then that really high-powered pot. You know, he would be in that kind of blissful state and non-responsive. But I said, you know, the guy's a major drunk. And said, oh, thanks for telling us because, you know, there's stuff we can do because he's going through obvious withdrawals. And um, so I would go see him every day. Well, three or four days, it was really nip and tuck. And then finally I think on the fourth day, you know, his eyes opened and he recognized me and and, and um, but uh, when it came time for him to leave, now his place was so his, he lived over on this place over on Division. Um, it it was he couldn't go back to his apartment because it needed to be fumigated. Fermenture had to be thrown out. Beds had to be destroyed. It was that bad. And um, so Tobin bought him new beds, sheets, all kinds of stuff, paid for the fumigation. Now, he did, in fairness to Wayne. way, he paid her all back eventually. And um, so, he, but... We before he was going home, because I was his only relative. Like he had a sister who just basically just owned him. So I went in with him when he went to talk to the doctor before his being discharged. The doctor pointed out, Dwayne, you have advanced liver disease. You cannot, under any circumstances, drink. I think you need to go into some programs. He gave him a sheet with various programs. A A, a Betty Ford was on it, and there's one fairly close to his house. So, Dwayne. Was this three years ago. A, a three, maybe it, was, it might even be less than three. Mm-hmm. Not very long ago. I don't
1: kind of remember all of this.
0: So, I um, I told Dwayne. I said, "Well, Dwayne says I'm not going to AA. I don't believe in all that god shit." I said, "Well, I don't blame you." But I said, but well, anybody said I might be willing to go to Betty Ford." I said, "I tell you what. I'll go with you. I'll be your support group." Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe. But never did. Never stopped drinking. I think he stopped drinking for maybe a month, but he could have easily gone down to Burton Place. <coughs> but you know, but then he started coming. He says, "Well, I can drink a little. I can drink a little." Well, no, he couldn't. And then, now, I should preface this also by saying, he when he was working at the when he was working at the railroad. I mean, the uh, radio station. The, the Blue Angels were coming to town for the Aaron Waters show. They wanted uh, some reporter to go up PR-wise. No, Nobody would do it. Somebody was all too smart. Dwayne says, well, I'll go. Well, he goes up with the Blue Angels for the Aaron Waters show, comes in here, and has a major convulsion. I mean, it was, it was grim.
1: Right after the thing?
0: Shortly. Now he said it had nothing to do with that. He also said that both his parents died of Alzheimer's, and he was sure he was going to get it, because his mind was becoming more and more uh, precarious, I think, just yeah. to say. So, the, and then he did have another, I mean, he's had at least a couple of convulsions. At some point, I said, Dwayne, you can't drink. You know what? He, he denied. It. He said, well, I don't have an advanced. I said, I was with you when the doctor said you had an advanced liver disease. Yeah. No, no, that's not true. I didn't You're, you're lying. You're, what was the name of the doctor? I said, I don't fucking remember the name of the doctor, but I certainly remember our conversation. Well, if you can't remember the name of the doctor, well, no, no, no. Now, he, he may have just blocked this out intentionally. I don't know. But he just went back to drinking. And then last year, I don't know if, you know if it was even a year ago, he was back on intensive care. This time, I did not go down. I did not involve myself in any way with his problems. He had...
1: Were you just pissed at him? Yeah.
0: I mean, he made no effort whatsoever to address the problem. I mean, you have advanced liver disease. I mean, your days are numbered.
1: So you gave bartenders here, like, strict orders to not serve Yes, and
0: twice... uh, Well, no, I didn't. Here's... Well, I did, but here's... uh, with how the circumstances He pled with me Don't let anybody serve me He pleaded with me And I So I told everyone Dwayne has asked me Under no circumstances to serve him Well he went around me Talked to the bartenders Then they talked to Tobin And Tobin says well I'll let him have a couple I mean I would not Have, have done that But then he um, came in here. The last time I've seen, I saw Dwayne alive was about six weeks to two months ago. He came in. I didn't even recognize him. He was emaciated and all at first until he came up because the bartender said, No, we won't serve you.
1: Was he sober? He,
0: he seemed kind of sober. I, I, I don't know. He always drank before he got here, but he was coherent, let me put it that way. But I looked at him, and he just didn't. He was just absolutely white as a sheet, and, and um, so he said, oh, "Can't I have a drink?" I said, Dwayne, you asked me, you asked me on three different occasions to not ever let you have another drink, and this time it's 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 f- f- for real. We're not going to. You're not going to die in here. I'm just not going to let you die in." Here. You're going to have to go die a burden, and They have no problem giving you all the booze you want. And he said, rescind. I said, no, I'm not going to rescind. So for a half hour, I have to argue with him. He just stands there, rescind, rescind. So finally, I had to take him by the arm and kind of escort him out the door. And that's the last I've seen him. Um, that's a bummer. So we don't know the circumstances of his death. We really don't have any relationship with the... Burton Place people uh, on Facebook everybody f- here found out about it through uh, Tribune John who said uh, said that he was Dwayne's best friend
1: How did Tribune John know?
0: I don't know, we don't know because we don't have any ever since Anna Marie went bye bye, he fouled her out like a little lap dog and so we don't really have much interaction with him anymore, so we don't know I mean mm. I'm sure I'm sure Mitt will know So if somebody gets Old of Mitt Maybe we can find out Through Mitt
1: Just email him
0: Well I You do that um, So I, I think Now the question is Will anybody His sister disowned him His girl His former girlfriend Ruth was as disgusted With him as I was When he started Drinking again So I, I don't know I don't know What's going to happen um, and then uh, uh, Buskill's all excited about having some kind of memorial Well, I said, um, I really think Burton, his best friend, Tribune John And maybe <laughs> Burton, which is where he's been drinking for the last year Might be the ones be more appropriate Now, if somebody really wants to put on a deal for him, we certainly could have it here but-
1: Why can't there be two memorials?
0: Well, there could, there could um, but why? Why, you know, you can have just because one. Because two
1: different spaces.
0: Yeah, but... Uh, two
1: different people. If
0: somebody wants to do one for them here, go ahead. But that requires... Well, I think
1: Buzzkill should be in charge of this. Yeah,
0: well then, good luck having it. <laughs>
1: um, I
0: mean, you'll have four people show up. Buzzkill does.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I but knew... If, if,
0: they, if they, somebody doing an obituary... Because he's got no family that would do it mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything inappropriate I think because of his background In news That
1: we Should have Hawkeye do it
0: Hawkeye wouldn't do it But if we could do an obituary And say there would be a memorial for him At Sunday at 3 o'clock or something like that um, It could be done And because There are a lot of people that know him You could get a turnout But if you just do one in incompetent one You get three or four people coming and what, yeah. what the hell's that? that?
1: Um, well I will tell you I knew Ruben I knew Mark I knew a number of people But I feel like Dwayne is the first guy To have died That I like really knew And it's sort of starting to Sink in and how a lot of these regulars are
0: You didn't you know Fox?
1: No, I never met Fox. Oh, boy. Remember I, wanted, I guess i will got to find him on YouTube.
0: Oh, yeah. Ruth, Ruth, I showed sure Ruth some of those. Yeah.
1: Um, but I feel like this is a, this is the first regular that I truly, like, knew and sat and had a lot of conversations with um, <clears throat> well, that's You did know Marky? Yeah, I didn't know Marky, but he was always very quiet and very sort of kept to himself... We didn't really engage much Like I said I knew Ruben quite a bit
0: Oh yeah You know For
1: sure You know And that was But that one Like I don't know I mean he started out as Ruben And then went to Ruben Nine toes Eight toes Four toes Yeah so you knew it was coming And then we lost his leg And you know Toward the end of Ruben's life It's like You know we'd all take turns (laughs) Wheeling him out to the street So he could pee
0: For his uh, (laughs) Handicap accessible bathroom yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah so I mean, it was sort of like we were prepping for it for a while, and that's a little bit different than, like, you know, D-changes. Just... It was
0: funny, by the way, to watch Ruben and Dwayne interact. Ruben um, could care less about Jeopardy. He would stay at the opposite end of the bar from all the Jeopardy guys down there. That was that whole gang. But I don't know, every once in a while, um, Dwayne and Ruben would quarrel. And I remember one time Dwayne came up and punched Ruben in the back. I think I borrowed him for, like, the rest of the day or something for, for hitting Ruben.
1: <laughs> there's, some, there's some really good funny stories with both of those. <laughs> I remember one time I had a wheel, like, Ruben was about to pee his pants so bad. And he's like, help me, help me. <laughs> so I took him out in a wheelchair and I put him up, And he was so fucking heavy. So it was really hard to not just move him but to steer him. Oh, very <laughs> and, and there's, like, a little bit of a, of a, of a grade out here, you know, because of the sidewalk, and the gravity just beat me, and he just kind of wheeled into this, like, pothole, (laughs) he was like, god damn it, Liz, (laughs) don't you know what you're doing, (laughs) um, so there's a lot of that shit, so you know, I mean, like, you're helping the kid out, you know it's coming, but with D-Train,
0: well, we knew it was coming with him. Well, yeah, but like, you know, oh, he'd always no, just be no. sitting at the end of the bar I'm just drinking. I'm surprised, quite frankly, after sitting down with the doctor and him going over his advanced liver disease, I'm quite amazed he made it this long, really. I thought well. it was just <laughs> the next drink was going to do him. How that. old was he? He was probably at least 65, but he didn't look it. No. His hair was still dark, and 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 uh, he had all of his hair. I... He used yeah. to
1: come in here real dapper sometimes too
0: oh, dress he dressed up it. but you could tell there was something really bad going on with it because he he would come in with with really heavily dressed. it'd be ninety degrees outside he'd be wearing A, a wool, suit, jacket. Yeah. wool jacket wool <laughs> jacket necktie yeah and stuff like that and uh, uh, impervious to the heat so that tells you something
1: um he used to always make me laugh too when he had like his like like a full-on mustache. I don't know. It was just like so yeah, perfectly no, groomed would, and thick. And he wear interesting
0: headgear sometimes. Yeah, yeah his he was, chapeaus. He would. And and he was basically celibate too, which was interesting.
1: Well, he had the lady. On the I know, tea, but on the, on but he would
0: date, but there was no sex.
1: Oh, I don't know any about that. I don't know. Any, yeah, I don't want to know about that. Those right. things, cause I've got Dwayne in my mind the way I want to remember him. Oh,
0: okay. boy! What's wrong with <laughs> you, Sal? I mean, it's no, nothing, nothing. He was very pleased with that arrangement.
1: Um, I'm, I'm good, good, glad it worked out for him. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I was really sad to hear about Dwayne, and he will be missed. And I hope there's a memorial for him.
0: Well, somebody's going to have to step forward, but I don't. I mean, to me. It really should happen at... Bert. We can we can be more than happy to do it here. But Burton, really, were
1: well, Those guys aren't going to come here, and the Ale House people aren't going to go there.
0: Oh, yeah, we'd go there. Really? Oh, I would love to go over Stir there, the just sh- to piss everybody off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, by the way, I gave... Um, on Sunday, I gave a lecture at the Wilmette Historical Museum, and we did Q&A afterward, and this woman was talking about how her husband was a regular bartender at Oxford's. Sure. And I hadn't heard about it. So Oxford's in the 60s was on Lincoln Avenue. And she was telling me where it was. And I was like, oh, I used to go to Sturges here and there.
0: Yeah, it was right across the street.
1: So when I told her that the Sturges people still got together...
0: Yeah, they still. Her do.
1: eyes just lit up, and she's like, "What?"
0: Oh yeah, they have a big deal.
1: So I got—I told her I would maybe pass along some information about when that happens.
0: Yeah, I think it's—they um, <clears throat> have it every Tui is would be the oh, guy. Oh, I'll ask two-y. But they—it's like it's a set date, like the third something of every three. I don't know, so, but they do have this very regular, like four times a year, uh, where all the old. The, uh, the ones that are alive, the old Sturgis people meet. Yeah. The Oxford was, uh, <clears throat> was a four o'clock joint. It was kind of... It was all, all those
1: of... uh, musical joints. It right? wasn't... Like old wise mans. No,
0: uh, oh, yeah, wise fools. Wise fools, whatever but, it was. But Oxford yeah. wasn't a music joint. It was just a... Bar. Bar, yeah. Um,
1: so, I mean, it's stories like that. You know, this woman coming up to me at this talk and not knowing that I had a connection to Old Town or to 1960s Chicago in a way or bars that you know are kind of special or thinking about the people who've come through these doors and you write about them in your blog or we have them on as guests and then sadly they pass away, I think that this is one of the reasons why we do something like this is to sort of keep these stories alive keep their memories alive and um, I hope even people out there who think this is, might be boring <laughs> appreciate that well, uh, we, uh, We're talking
0: to you, Ukraine Mike
1: <laughs> We'll appreciate the history That we're actually uh, recording How they
0: not? That's why I think it's so <clears throat> great to have people like Tui on Because yeah. he, he's, he's He's a walking, talking, drinking History book
1: Um I We've talked about how January has been rough Not just with your medical that, that, issues That's but, putting it mildly but with all the deaths But you know we They say That these tragedies Happen in threes Oh who says Particularly deaths You and deaths. say They who, who, who's,
0: who's, who's they a, They
1: You know the people out there Well that's
0: celebrity thing too No
1: it's everything So I always My thought point celebrities is that Your brother Doug Pat Colander And now Dwayne The three We're done We're done
0: So that's So I, I can relax now
1: Yeah Yeah so I'm just saying, I hope that puts you at ease.
0: Well for scientifically, I don't think there's any possibly way I could argue with your thinking on that.
1: Well uh, uh, in, my, in another world, my other world, I literally just had threes happen with dogs. Oh. And that was a bummer.
0: You've had three dogs broke? Yeah in the month. Well,
1: what? not me, but people I know. that's oh. been really sad. so done. It's all done.
0: So it goes from celebrities to my friends to it goes to um, the universe dogs you know
1: things happen in threes okay um, so you know as we this is our last show for for January we'll be back in February we hope now this is a, yeah, no kidding no kidding um, this is the last show where Jordan is sober I'm happy he's I'm so excited for him come Saturday Look, you, you can go drinking on Friday. It's February first. Oh, you started New Year's Day, so you're doing the full. See, he's committed, dedicated, doing the whole thing. So Saturday is the day, and he's gonna go drinking at a brewery, I'm sure. Um, but the next show, you'll be drinking, and the next show, I will not be drinking. So the tables are gonna turn. I'm a little bit. I'm excited to not drink, but I'm also kind of like, oh, here we go.
0: What? What a boring plan. What do you mean? Well, why, why aren't you going to drink? What's the purpose?
1: Because I, re- I always like to do a little reboot, little a little system reboot. Give the liver a little bit oh, of a break. God. Give all the other organs a little bit of a break.
0: Dwayne could have used a reboot. Well, Dwayne had advanced liver disease. Yeah,
1: because he probably never rebooted every year. Just got to, you know, not do all the things to the liver that uh, usually do take a lot of milk thistle, I can, exercise I'm more. I'm starting
0: to see Ukraine Mike's point here. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, you know what? Me not drinking, if that's boring to you, that's pitiful to you, for you. I'm still going to be as spectacular, razzle-dazzling. Without... I haven't had anything to drink, really, since last June. Um, I know, that's
0: crazy. I did have a glass of wine. Um... On your birthday, didn't you? Something... Well, I did, but that was April. Oh. And then, I think I remember
1: that she got real loopy. Yeah. yeah.
0: she does. She has no tolerance whatsoever. <laughs> you know, whatsoever. What Bruce says
1: all the time. He goes, "Thank God I'm not dating a drunk."
0: <laughs> well, uh, it helps. Drunk broads are the worst. They're not. They're not good.
1: Anything worse than a drunk broad is a drunk guy. Drunk dude. Well, I
0: don't. I don't have sex with drunk guys.
1: Like. <laughs> I hope not. I was going to say now.
0: Yeah. Well, not. Back then, you did. Well, only, only artistically. <laughs>
1: For for cultural purposes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, what do you have going on this weekend? You going to watch the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, I'll watch the Super Bowl.
1: You going to watch the Super Bowl, Jordan? I really don't care to.
0: Yeah, but they don't care whether you watch or not. I know.
1: I just, if it was a team worth watching, I would watch it.
0: Well, I mean, I, I mean... Say what you want about the Republican Patriots, but still, Belichick's one of the two or three best coaches there ever was, and that uh, absolute—I don't know how to describe Tom Brady. I mean, he's a guy's really good football player, one of the best quarterbacks I ever saw. He's really good looking. But yeah, he's really good looking. But you know, he's—he's he's, even for an athlete, he's—he's he's really one stupid, boring. Inarticulate, asswipe.
1: I think most sports people are.
0: I think that's safe to say.
1: Um, I still can't believe that happened to the New Orleans Saints.
0: Well, it's you know, I, I they're pissed. People are suing and all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal.
0: Well, it's like, who's
1: doing the halftime show? More importantly.
0: Oh God, that that's really exciting. <laughs> it really is.
1: Anybody? No. Ooh, Maroon Five. I have no idea. Um
0: huh. who cares?
1: I like I do. I, I like. mean,
0: do you imagine there's actually simple-minded fuck faces out there that are all into oh the commercial. What's going to be the best commercial? Can you imagine how alienated you have to be to sit and watch to say, "Oh, what a great fucking commercial?" <laughs> That's the only reason I would watch it. <laughs> <Yeah. Just laughs> commercials it. are good. Commercials. But
1: they're all run together. Yeah, they're, they're all pretty good. good. Oh yeah, God, they, there's there's something. This more is,
0: creative this, is this is why I really hate capitalism that they're able to infect people's brain, brains like yeah. this. Oh, what a great commercial! It's not about the fucking
1: product. It's about the little story you get. Yeah, how it's or, for the, or the little com- comedy piece you get. Um,
0: I'd rather read Charles Dickens, I think, than just see a little comedy. Oh God, bits
1: on the... stop being an elitist piece of but, shit. Well,
0: how can I help it? How the hell can I help you in the least? Um,
1: yeah, but
0: we're bombarded with commercials from seven in the morning till midnight every day on CNN and MSNBC and all of these drugs and. Bruce
1: this. is getting fired up. Oh
0: my! I tell you what drives me out of my mind. I, That's I'm why able, I don't have cable. I am able. I am able to sit there and watch. Commercials, and not no one commercial. I could I'm able to block them out. I couldn't tell you what they're selling, what the product, what anything. My mind turns off. I'm very pleased with that. I have no idea what's going on once once the commercials come on.
1: Okay, well, I block
0: them completely out.
1: That's that special brain of yours.
0: Yeah, it's really effective. Um, I'm that.
1: really excited to not do anything this weekend. I had to work. Last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday You might want to work on my I might work on it But I literally had an an event A lecture Or a tour Or something (laughs) Literally last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday And I was so Beat from it And you get so tired of I I get tired of listening to myself talk But then I get tired of talking to people afterward Because people get so excited about Talking about this stuff, and
0: well, then you know how you, Mike <laughs> feels about you.
1: Well, the beauty of, of of this show is that you can choose to listen to, or not listen to, to it. That's the freedom that people have. So, yeah,
0: but he's hooked because you know he idolizes me. He's not gonna, he's not gonna <laughs> Come on, um, the guy realizes he's had a chance once in his life to meet a true genius, artistic genius. And he's he's you know he's. I think he's
1: obsessed with the fact that he's not going to get your artistic approval.
0: Well, he might get it. I mean, (laughs) you know, he's got to dig deep. Only if you edit. Well, yeah of course.
1: (laughs) Um, Hey, you know what? Jordan will appreciate this because you won't know. Um, On Friday, uh, I'm going to go see Wanda Sykes. I Um, know who she is. You do? Yeah. How?
0: Um, She's one of my favorite lesbian black comedians.
1: (laughs) You've got multiples.
0: Who else? Um, Samantha Erby? No, I did the. Who's the one I did in the painting up there? Who? Um, she's on that show now with um, um Jane Fonda and her doing Lily something. Tomlin. Yeah, Lily. But she's not black. Yeah, but what the hell is it doing? You just
1: said she's my favorite black lesbian comedian. Yeah, well, she's. You kind of say. You can say black. lesbian comedians like Ellen.
0: She's kind of. No, I hate her. She's not funny. Um,
1: well I'm excited to see her She's playing at the Chicago Theater I've seen her three times before And she is like It's one of those things where well, You're funny. laughing the like whole her. fucking time That by the time you're done Your stomach hurts So Go Girl and I are going to do that Friday night I'm excited about it um, And you're going to watch football And that's it?
0: No I mean I got to satisfy the nymphomaniac <laughs> Oh god you know, how much, Am I st- effort, effort that takes? How, no wonder are you, I'm tired all the time.
1: Jeez. Are you? Are you? Were you given? Were you given the green light to pursue those escapades from the doctor?
0: I, I, I didn't get any green lights, but you know, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it's my. Um, I, I, I. I mean, I might get a punch to the face if I didn't, you know, put out.
1: And. So I put out. <laughs> You've been punched in the face before. Yeah, I have. You don't like it so much.
0: Well, she goes uses elbows.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my! All right, well, that's that wraps up that show. This show.
0: This one's for you, Ukraine, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roll, Ruth. Thanks for helping set up and for all of the delicious beverages. Uh, Jordan, what would we do without you?
0: Oh, I know what we do. We wouldn't have a goddamn podcast. Other um, than that, we'd be fine.
1: Genius. Well, we, have,
0: I, we have to I, go out into the, try, into the tundra well, now. Well, I want you to uh, have some chicken soup. You know how to make it. and <laughs> or may, or may, is, Can, can Go-Girl cook?
1: Oh, yeah. Is she
0: good? Amazing. Yeah, well, why don't you have her take care of you? Cause you really she sound, works a lot. You sound terrible.
1: I know. It's been a week, but hopefully this weekend when I don't do anything... It'll right. let right. me just go, make it go away.
0: Are you taking zinc or uh, vitamin C? Taking all
1: kinds of uh, immunity can, things. nekin tea. tea. Yeah, go girl make me Echinacea tea this morning. Um, you know, having some wine.
0: <laughs> Beer. Well, wine I think.
1: That's... <laughs> Antioxidants. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm taking care of myself.
0: Okay. <laughs> alright, alright. Enough of that. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, um thanks for listening everybody. We appreciate you always tuning in even though we're boring or not exciting. <laughs> Say good night
0: genius. Good night genius.
1: Catch you next time everyone. Bye.
0: Mm-hmm.